If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Yeah, I mean, it's just we uh, we have a lot of belief right now in that locker room and you know I'm I'm pretty hard on myself and when you have the chance to win the game and fumble on the last drive especially when you have a great drive going and we had all the belief on the sideline like that just that just stings when you know you end the game that way and I'm disappointed in myself frustrated but I know I know how far we've come and I mean you look back compared to the first couple weeks of the season it's night and day of where we're at and we got a, a locker room full of guys you know coaches and players that believe and we're on the right track but I'm this one this one hurts just because I'm frustrated myself it's funny you get some people we're just talking about like body language and stuff and uh you know fans i think fans feel this and fans fans want players and coaches to feel their pain yep. so badly yes i mean my gosh my kid god bless him mm. but he was beside himself like for the last couple minutes of that game and for, like, the next 10 minutes after the game yesterday. Yeah. If I could show you the text chain, it would have been... Like, I almost said, Ty, stop texting me. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said, stop texting me. I'm trying I to go to work. I can't that conversation with my son. Hey, dude, stop texting me. <laughs> <All right. you> know. <laughs> yeah, you can wait. You can wait on the phone. Oh, I'm waiting so long. <laughs> but... Uh, and, and I mean, he's he's the greatest guy is on on the stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's what, he's he's like the rest of you. I mean, he is now he's a full blown Jags fan. It means a lot to him, all that stuff. And and uh, so my point in this, we're talking body language, and I know people criticize sometimes like Urban for his body language on the sideline. But didn't we also criticize like Gus and and Marone for not being emotional at all? And didn't we criticize Jack Del Rio for having sunglasses on? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like. Don't you want the guy to look pissed off on the sideline, you know? I mm-hmm. mean, and, and yell about things or or look like, oh, my gosh, the, the world just ended because that kind of resonates with you on your couch. <laughs> you know? no, I think yeah. fans actually do, in a weird way, kind of like that. Uh, then we kind of come out and be like, I'm not sure that's good body language for your team to see, <laughs> which is probably more important. Uh, the other part of it is Trevor. Trevor was noticeably ticked off after that you know listen this guy's a big time competitor are you telling me he's never been ticked off but the way we've seen him over there he's won so much and then we've seen him all throughout this process is very even keeled Mm -hmm. and that was the first time i think we saw some emotion out of him as well and i i think people like that though i think they resonate with that that doesn't mean he's going to be the greatest quarterback of all time but i i do think they like to see a little bit of that fire in the belly coming off your tv screen sometimes no you like to see that um and i get like everybody you know handles losses differently so i'm not saying there's a good way to handle a loss i always say show me a good loser no, i don't say it but i think vince lombardi said it show me a good loser and i'll show you a loser um you know like the last thing you want to see after those games is guys high-fiving and messing around you know like you just lost the ball game it's supposed to hurt it's supposed to suck and 
Yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence's body language was a guy who knows that he made a mistake, cost his team the game. It doesn't directly fall on him, but in that moment, in that mindset, I think he did think that it all falls on him. You know, and then you yeah. saw, um, you know, after the, oh, during the, you know, as they're saying goodbye, or whatever, you saw Dan Arnold go up to him and everything. So, you know, he, he's got the support of his teammates. He's still very young in this league. He's good. He's good. There's going to be growing pains, all that stuff. And you got to realize that it just doesn't fall on you. It falls on the team. Uh, I've got a scenario for you guys. Okay, football at five. Brent Martineau, Austin Lee. Casey Kurtz here on a Monday. Jags fall to two and seven. 23-17 loss. Uh, Trevor criticism underway in Jacksonville. Mark it down. It started happening on uh, November 14th, 2021. Um, but aside from all that, mm -hmm. if I gave you, if I bought a couple raffle tickets, mm. okay, mm -hmm. and but then I couldn't stay for the rest of the event for the drawing. Okay. And so then I give you raffle tickets, like my raffle tickets. Say, hey, can you just let me know if I won? Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. And I win something. Right. Would you ever tell me that I won something? Or would you just be like... It depends yeah, how big the prize I, is. Looks like mine came through. Well, Those were it, mine, not yours. It, it depends how big the prize is. If it's something I can get away with not selling anybody, like not showing anybody, then yeah, sure. I, no, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, of course. If it's if it's like, if it's the three of us, yeah, I'm telling you. If it's like a guy that I don't know as well, I'd be like, hey, you know, if I want it. Oh, it's bad juju right there. Yeah. It's, like it's, a, live life. Oh, it's like a five-day cruise. It, well, yeah, I'm going to tell you. I would tell because, you. Hey, what am I going to do? Go on the cruise? Like, word will get out. I would never know, though. It might have been your ticket. Yeah. I, I would it's tell your you. your ticket. I would tell you. I would tell you. Really? Especially cruises. I don't like cruises. Yeah, yeah, I just say cruises. <laughs> five days on a boat with a bunch of strangers. Yeah, I don't like the other people. <laughs> yeah, man. Too many things can happen. I yeah. think you guys are lying. Yeah. No, you, all right, you ever fine. see Speed 2? Cruise control. What if it was a thousand dollars? I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> Thank you. For being bucks? honest, I, I'll still tell you. Hey, you got a fight coming up. I mean, you'll probably make that just walking. This is a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> when I was like after fight camp and all my stuff, yeah, food. Okay. When I was like way younger, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates have spring training in Bradenton, which is where I used to live, and um, they do this like season ticket holder banquet. They used to do a raffle. No big deal. But anyway, like the first year they did it, this dude was sitting at our table and left and was like, here, here's my ticket. And we won on his ticket. You did? Yeah, but we didn't know the dude. Like, never met the dude. Never so he seen was basically donating the ticket yeah. to you, like, if you won. But it was definitely that guy's ticket that won, and we got a cool pullover. So maybe I Man. should be turning this around. Like, should I have just said, hey, yeah, take my ticket, and if you win, fine? Um, well, that's, that's a little... <sighs> yeah. So the, 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 that, that happened to me, actually, where, you know, like those pull tabs at a bar? You know what pull tabs are? No. Okay, so pull tabs, they're like, okay. um, they're like a, okay, so you, you know, okay, it's, it's like a scratch ticket, right? Okay. Scratch ticket, yeah. but, but they're pull tabs, so instead of scratching, you pull it, and, if okay. you, and it's like a, a casino thing where if you match three things, you win. So my uncle, this is like way long about Thanksgiving, I was like eight or nine years old hanging out, um, and I was like, doing scratch house. Well, I wasn't really <laughs> thinking that. I, I mean, yeah, man, it's, it's Wisconsin thing. It's Wisconsin. But, so, so, uh, you know, I'm... <laughs> I'm in the corner playing video games while, like, the adults are having a good time at the bar. And my uncle comes over. He's like, hey, I'll, I'll give you one of these scratch-off tickets. Things He bought, like, 30 of them. I'm like, okay, cool. So I did do the pull tab. Won 300 bucks. Nice. And, and, and it was, like, the highest one you could win. Now, he was upset. <laughs> he was a little irate because that would have paid for the whole night for him and, you know, the family and everything. But I won it. And, and he let me win it because that's what he said. If you're asking me, would I have hand the tickets over and say, if you win it? No, I would not have handed the ticket over and say, if you win, it's yours. I would have been like, give me a call if I win some. All right, so 
Why am I asking this? I can't imagine. Brett's going on a cruise. <laughs> yeah, because I was at a golf tournament today and uh, for Brain Aneurysm Foundation and a good event down there at Palencia. Mm-hmm. And the uh, I bought a raffle tickets. Mm-hmm. And I just got a text from Stuart Moore from the PGA Tour. Nice. Who I played with. Played yeah. with Emily Tillo as well. And I played with somebody else that I won't mention because he's on the competing station. Um, but, uh, and those guys were awesome. It was a fun time. But I had to leave early to get here. Thank you. Still late. Still still late. So you should have stayed. Well, to be honest with you, I had four o'clock in my mind. So in my mind, I was early. Okay. All right. He heard us talking about bad about Trevor Lawrence. He had to get back (laughs) in. I started sprinting up. He said, "Yeah, he gets at four. Nope, never mind. What the hell? Back on Trevor Lawrence. Back Trevor. Not on my show. He originally said three fifteen. He got here like three oh seven. I know. I did. I was actually way ahead of my schedule. He kept stepping on the gas when he heard. Kept listening to it, getting irate. Doing hundred on the highway, running lights. Yep. So anyway. Uh, he just said, Stuart, who I gave my tickets to, said you won the Weber. cruise. Oh, so, so wait, this, this is the guy that you work with. Okay. No, so no, no, not Stuart Weber. Oh, a different. Stuart from the PGA Tour who I okay. played with today. Okay, gotcha. Okay. And, uh, he said you won the cruise, the raffle. Yeah. Now give us some details about this cruise. I, I don't, I honestly, I don't even oh, know. Really? Uh, what was your immediate even, response and, to that? And say, they said, so, uh, my immediate, uh, response, you got a dump button, was, uh, oh, <laughs> That's what I thought. And uh, with exclamation points. And he said, I have the packet for you. They told me to keep it. I'll find you this week. I said, I can't believe you didn't keep it. Yeah. He said, that's the common theme around here. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody wanted Brent to win it. No, well, no. Everybody was like, why would you? Yeah, you, you were present. Which shows you most people would have. Yeah. Now, well, there is some. The only thing is, I don't know if Stuart bought raffle tickets. Okay. And see, what these were the raffle tickets where... Uh, I basically, I think it was like three for 20 bucks. So I bought six of them. Yeah. And obviously, money's going toward the, the foundation. Yeah, and good cause. So they had like Trevor Lawrence football. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like a Palencia foursome. There was this cruise. Like, I didn't really read a lot of it. Like, I didn't know. There was like something else. Just out, was, just out of the kindness of your heart, you just. And so you just drop the raffle ticket in, in each bucket. Oh, wait. So it's not like just one giant raffle thing where it's like, all right, and none of the ah. prizes. You dropped it in oh, whatever. Oh, so then this was your doing. So I put them in like a couple of ones on the cruise, a couple okay. of ones on the Palencia foursome. Okay. And where's not, pl- where's not, not the Trevor Lawrence football? Uh, Seems like something you want. I did actually put it in on the that Trevor Lawrence football. Yeah. And I was like, ah, maybe Ty would like Trevor Lawrence yeah. football. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> maybe I would like exactly. it. <laughs> That's more yeah. like it. Yeah. I still have a Minshew jersey hanging in my uh, in, in the, the office area. Um that was for Kaylee. Ah. Doesn't sit in her room. Well, it probably should, though, because Chris Bryant and all the other uh, Cubs that are in her room have been traded. Yeah. So, well, so is Mitchell. So is Mitchell. So, so everything <laughs> Kaylee gets, they you go. gotta start being a fan of this. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that's how it happened. Huh. And so he just called me and said, I won. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, I, I don't even know what the cruise is. I think it's like a five day cruise or something. Yeah. No. So I'll be gone next week. Uh, well, <laughs> what is the cruise, first of all? Where is it no, too? I, okay. I have no idea okay. about the cruise. Honestly, though, if you, if I was at this, this raffle thing and you weren't there, and like Brett Martin up, I would have been screaming, well, he's not here. Next person, let's go. Brett, well, come it on. didn't have my name on it, though. It just has the number. So they called the number and boom. Yeah, but nobody. Well, Stuart had oh, my tickets. Okay. Stuart wow. Moore. He's yeah. the MVP today. Yeah. By the way, the guy can play golf, too. Yeah. Now, now hold on, hold on, hold on. I know Steph's going to be disappointed. You have to take him on the cruise. He won it for you. He could go oh. by himself. 
I'm probably more how, apt how to How close are you Stuart? and Stuart? He, he doesn't want to go with me on the cruise. Well, you have to at least ask. And we'd both be divorced, probably, if Stuart and I went on the cruise, if it's a two-person hey, cruise. Hey, what kind of cruise is this, though? <laughs> yeah, that's, what is happening? What is going on? <laughs> Because oh, our wives would be probably pretty mad that we didn't, oh, didn't yeah, go. go. Okay, okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh, so uh, where are you guys I was thinking? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what kind of cruises these things are. You didn't read the details, dude. It could it's be anything. I did it. Yeah, you're it could right. be anything. I mean, you're right now. This is after anything. the pandemic cruises. We don't know what they're capable of these days. They could be spicing things up a little bit. Who knows what's going on cruises? Uh, now I have to figure out the right thing to do with the cruise. So we're not sure where it's taking place. I honestly don't remember any of the details. I, I mean, did this at like 10 where, where. this morning. I assume it's like the Caribbean, right? Out of Jacksonville? I assume it's uh, okay. right. Royal Caribbean Royal cruise Caribbean type cruise. of thing. Are you a cruise person? That's the question. My wife is. She likes them. Yeah. See, when it, yeah. I don't mind the cruises. Cruises are fine. Yeah. I believe cruises should be no more than five days, but more preferably three to four days. Yeah. I think, and Steph will be like, oh, let's go on the seven-day cruise. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I mean, how much do you want me to eat, gamble, <laughs> and and be around people yeah. that I don't know? Yeah. Like, I don't. I, I think the seven-day cruise is way too much. Yeah, just just go and rent the kismet for a couple days, friends. <laughs> Can you think I could trade this in for the kismet? Trade in for, for like two days in the kismet. Just you and Hall of Fame staff. Just, uh, just nice couples kismet time. Uh, by the way, I saw Tony Khan uh, yesterday. Nice. And uh, he had just hustled in from Minnesota. Okay. From, uh, what was it, AEW Full Gear? Full Gear. Oh, yeah. look at me. I'm like a Dude, freaking genius on this stuff. You're not about to tell us you saw Tony Khan and didn't ask about the table situation. Oh, that, Casey, listen, Casey, I mean, the Jags, Casey, listen, listen, there were listen, a couple minutes left. Here we go. I was in the bathroom. American excuses. And we were at, uh, it was like 23 to 17 late. It's not okay? going to happen. Casey. I mean, there were other pressing issues. But mm -hmm. I did mention that uh, you might have called the uh, hangman page victory. Okay. What do you say? He said, uh, can I start interviewing wrestlers again? He said, or he, 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 said, he said something like, stop spoiling it for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was hey, it a good I'm show? A fan. Great show. They had yeah. great, uh, but really what I asked him about was the uh, pay-per-views were, he said, very good. Oh, good, good. Like, in terms so, of, like, the... Yeah, the, really good. The, the buys. Oh, yeah. sweet, yeah. Yeah, it was a really good show. Obviously, it was highlighted by Hangman Page, Kenny Omega. Um, almost called it to a T. Someone did kick out of the one-winged angel, but it was actually Kenny Omega kicked out of his own move. So Hangman, pa yeah, Hangman Page put him the one-winged angel, which was, I thought, a, a little crazy to see. But he kicked out of it and then uh, hit him with uh, Buckshot Lariat. Game over. Thanks for playing. Hangman Page now is your new AEW world champion. And he was the first guy we have interviewed we from a, uh, a He's AEW. back. He's back. You said he was on paternity leave. Paternity leave. So right. was it, or is it maternity leave? Paternity? No, for, for him well, it would be paternity, paternity leave. leave. Yeah. Uh, Casey's like, good. I don't know. <laughs> By the way, they're running a tight ship over at AEW. Streams must pay. Oh, yeah. Chip. What do you mean? Like you can't, like, break into it like others? Like I'm saying you can't find places to, yeah. 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 Oh. Why wouldn't everybody do it that way then? Why do what other do people mean? allow you to? Well, well, I, I nobody's allowing I don't anybody. Think anybody it just allows happens. anybody. It's just people. Like, I, I don't know, but you'd think you'd put a better fence up around that then. Talking about like UFC and UFC stuff? or yeah. somebody. And yeah. Dana White's busy counting his money. I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, well, totally making some money too. Had to watch it the next day on YouTube. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I got another question for you. Uh, big win, by the way, for Florida State. Probably talk a little bit more about it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Or a great win, mm -hmm. I thought, from Mike Norvell. I oh, really yeah. think. Uh, <laughs> somebody said, it's like, how can you say that was like a huge win? <laughs> They're like four and six or whatever. Because I do think momentum is big. We're in the recruiting season now. 
That is a massive win for him because already at three and six, he hadn't seen a lot of defections on his recruiting class. Like, they're like a top ten recruiting class, I believe, right now. They are. And that's by being three and six. And all the bad stuff has happened at Florida State. So to win that game over Miami and look like you're in a better direction than maybe Miami and with what's going on at Florida, right now you can seriously say FSU has more momentum than anybody in the state. No, they they definitely do. Bad call. He got multiple commitments after the game, like the next day couple of transfers committed and he got the two big prospects that were visiting he and their those players announced their final three and fsu was in both of them what a, what, a, what a good look for i that, mean really man. outside of west florida fsu probably has more momentum than anyone in the state sure <laughs> uh so the other part of that is i mean how do you see that thing unravel i was flying as yeah, sanford was it. scoring 52 yeah. against yes. florida i watched it i mean it was incredible you know everybody not everybody but I'm still a believer that, that Dan Mullen's going to have his job next year. Yeah. I don't think they're pulling the plug. I think people are very short-sighted on this. I understand how the college game works, and everybody gets emotional, and then you pull the plug on stuff, and you, you owe them $12 million, so what? Go find the next guy. Well, is there really, like, the next guy sitting there right now everywhere? I mean, LSU's open. USC's open. Florida has a ton of competition if they're going to unload their coach. And I remind Gator fans to not forget what the early part of the last decade looked like in Gainesville. It was not pretty. And so this guy has won games. He is really going through it right now. It's not good. But I would give him a chance to figure it out before I'd pull the plug and look at what's uh, maybe not so green on the other side of things, you know? Um, I, you're a Gator fan, Casey, but uh, I know yeah. everybody's fed up with Mullen right now. Uh, yeah. and, and, and rightfully so. But I... And there's two ways to look at it. If he's not a good recruiter, you're going to get another year behind in the recruiting thing. But there's a lot of things that have to go right to find the next person. And he knows how to win games. They have done that at Florida the last four years. They're not doing it as good a pace this year. No, and that's my problem. With he's He now has his players in, and they're not winning games. So if the recruiting is the problem, you can't let it continue to be a problem. I think that... You know, this is the SEC, and it means more and all that great stuff. But to me, there's two types of teams in the SEC. There's the lower tier that is kind of happy to be there. You know, like I think of Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah. Um, Tennessee. Yeah, cash the check. Yeah. Uh, Missouri. You know, UK, Missouri. The will UK, the Gators UK can kind of go up. They can fluctuate. South Carolina, obviously, right now is in that category. Who already beat the Gators. Yeah. And the, Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the, there's the other tier, the upper tier, where it's like, if you're not competing for an SEC championship, then what are you even doing, right? Like, you, you have yeah. to compete for a championship year in, year out, because it's just, it's, it's, it's expected, and it's just what, it's cutthroat. And the Florida Gators right now, they start out as an upper-tier team, and they have gradually fallen to a 5-5 five and five lower-tier team. And to me, that cannot happen. It, it, it can't happen on your watch, and it's happened on Dan Mullen's watch. So... I mean, I get your point, Brent, in terms of, like, the sex appeal of how do you compare this job right now to a USC job or something like that. Yeah, it's probably not as, um, you know, attractive to some coaches out there, but expectations must be set forward. And, and this team is not even close to achieving those, and people got to be held accountable. I just think you have to be really careful to go backwards too much. When you make changes, you run the risk. Look at all the teams that have, from Texas's program to others, and you could easily go backwards with a miss. And I just don't sit there. I think, okay, Lane Kiffin might be a hot name, right? Uh, yeah. Maybe it's Mel Tucker. 
But how many guys are hot names out there right now that you'd be like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to be better than Dan Mullen? Well, just go pay a ton of money to a great recruiter if, if that's the case. Like, I think they're – and by the way, you could pay a ton of money and save $12 million from buying them out. Yeah. <laughs> to a guy that can flat out recruit. Like, go build your recruiting staff and spend your money on that because the guy can coach. There's a lot going wrong right now. It's a bad month for Mullen. But I remind Gator fans, this team couldn't win six games in a season. He had them top ten in the country three straight years. He taught them how to win again. Mm -hmm. And I think the guy knows how to win football games usually. This is a weird month going on, and it's not good in Gainesville. Uh, as long as it doesn't impact recruiting in a crazy way, uh, I don't think you can pull the plug. And I don't think he's done enough to really hurt the school's image or anything like that. Like, he hasn't done anything off the field to say, oh, my gosh, he's untouchable, mm -hmm. right? Like, he, uh, he, he, you don't want it. It's, uh, it's toxic to go to Florida. Like, mm -hmm. that's not the case. I mean, right now they're, they're unhappy in Gainesville because they've lost five football games and their recruiting ranking is not top 10, top 20 even. 23rd, just yeah. looked. Is it 23rd? That's actually higher than it's been. Yeah, they're so, up from 25. So I'd be very careful here, Floor. I mean, I would be very careful. And I know what you run the risk of if you keep is that it's a bad year next year too, and that's another well, cycle. I get yeah. that. But you run a bigger risk by trying to replace guys. And they found that out by after Urban Meyer left. They couldn't replace him for three cycles. Yeah. Just just I, for fun, Iowa State, South Carolina, Virginia Tech are all Stanford, Kentucky, Missouri are all teams that are recruiting better than Dan Mullen and the Gators right now. I, I get it. Uh, go pay $2 million to a recruiter instead of a defensive coordinator then. You know, I mean, I don't know what it is, but go go but, raise the bar on, but, the, on the recruiting game. But if that's his if deficiency, you, yeah, but which the, it is a deficiency. It's a deficiency for sure, but that also falls on you then. Like that's that that's your problem. So okay, so let's say you're not the best recruiter. Well, then what are you bringing to the table that can counterbalance that and say, well, yeah, I'm not good over here, but at least I'm doing this. Well, he's a great in-game coach. We know that he's a great well, X's and O's guy. He really is. I think every Florida fan would admit he's very good in-game. Now, okay. they're still frustrated at times. I mean, they're frustrated they're not using Damian Pierce. They were frustrated this year they weren't playing Anthony Richardson. I mean, they did just put up 70 points. I know it was Sanford, but they did put 70 points up. So the guy's a very good offensive mind. I'll say it was Sanford, and I'll say that again and again and again. That was I know, but okay. they, they're – I would just – I'm telling you, I'm, it gets emotional. I don't think they're making a move either. I don't think they're making a move. I think Scott Strickland's going to stick with them through this. I think that's kind of guy Strickland is. I don't think I don't think he's enamored or in love with them to the point just because they work together at Mississippi State. I don't think that's why, but I think he's going to make a smarter business decision decision right here and get see what happens in 2022. I think that's how it plays out. Let me ask you guys this question: In the next three years, theoretically, can the Florida Gators win an SEC championship? In the next three years, theoretically, yeah, could you you could see it happening, Brent? You could see it happening. Yeah, no. Right. They're they are night and day behind Georgia. All I of a think sudden. I think if the answer is no, then what are you doing? I think if the answer is yes, then okay. And and you guys are on different sides here. But so. just just to let you know, we are a year removed with Dan Mullen having one of the best offenses in the history of the SEC. Now was that his guys? No. Nobody coached them up to that. Like the but guy can coach up. Um, Kyle Trask. <laughs> I mean, he well, then Dan Mullen for offensive coordinator. <laughs> right. That's uh, I, I. That's not the argument, in my opinion. Yes. Because no, you would say that. He's a good offensive mind. Yeah, he was fine. Like, Pitt, now, granted, they had Pitts, and they had all these really good guys. But I just think you lost all of them, and it, you've obviously made it known that you're night and day behind Georgia, and it's not close at all.
That is true. But in fairness, nobody's that close to Georgia and Alabama. As but a, then they can't. A gap. But then that would go back to the question you just asked. And no, they can't beat them. You'd have to well, beat them I, twice. Well, you can, there was still a gap last year, and they still beat them. They beat I them. I don't know, man. They I don't won think, the SEC East last year. I, I know that. And there has been a gap for years. Georgia's been recruiting like that for ever since Smart got there. And now it's paying off. I, huh? I just think the answer is no. We'll see. I just don't think they're fired. Mm. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Back to a little Trevor talk. Football at 5. I'm hard on myself, and I expect to, to play really well every every game and put us in a position to win. And just a lot of a lot of reasons offensively, we just didn't play great today. I thought we picked it up a little bit at the end of the third, um, or mostly in the fourth quarter. Um, but we just got to play better, and that starts with me. And so I'm hard on myself and got to get better. But, I mean, yeah, there's going to be things you got to go through and um, stay positive. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm doing right now. And, you know, the locker room is in, you know, good spirits. Obviously, we're, we're pissed off. We, you know, had a chance to win that game, should have won that game, and, and didn't. That is Trevor Lawrence. He's going to be good, folks. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been great, though. Uh, he's had good, moments. Some good press conferences. He's a good press conference guy. There it is, Brent. I love him at press conferences. There it is. I still love him. Big press conference guy. Uh, he's had some really good moments. I actually think he had more good moments yesterday than people want to give him credit for, uh, quite frankly. Let's see how this I saved this tweet. I started a tweet. I was like, you know, I'll save it for the show. Um, oh, it looks like it was too long for the show. Wow, you you ready in your feelings a little bit for this one? Uh, so anyway, this is what I said. Yeah. Let's see if it still holds true. Trevor can be struggling and still be the quarterback answer for the Jags. How many sacks is he saving the offensive line? He got hit 10 times yesterday. He ran to bail them out. He gets out of first and 15 and third and 12 spots. That's it. I said oh. he's really getting no help. <laughs> I said he's really getting no help other than James. Okay. I couldn't only fit so much in the tweet. I had to cut the tweet short. Yeah, no, I, I got so, it. I got it. I mean, you know, the, the, there is a thread. You can go underneath it keep going. Yeah, I don't do the thread thing much. Okay. Really, I was okay. just trying to put this out there to get some clicks on the show. Ah. So that's why I saved it. Yeah, that's why I put up my video. Team player. Yeah, hey, we're, 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 we're both team players in that's different right. ways. ESPN 690, loud and proud. Yes. Uh, People okay. still liking that uh, Yellowstone Squid Game video I posted today. That was a good surprise. I, had to, like, re- I, went, I was like, I don't remember that that much. What did I say? And now I do. By the way, I got, I got through almost one of the, the new episodes of uh, Yellowstone. Oh, yeah? yeah. Almost it, one? Yeah, I was oh, like, it, well, I was flying, Like, I couldn't download it. So, where? okay, but... Huh. We like the real talk, though. So where are we at right now, then? Have the crops dried up already? Where are we at right now in, in Yellowstone? And there, there was a... And was a t- what happened? There's a cattle prod? Someone, someone fell off the horse, and now they're concussed, and they don't know who they are? Think of, like, your fight scene or your, like, with guns ablazing and whatever movie that would be that you, you like. Okay. Sure. And, you, okay, look. and we just had one of those. In the start yeah. season four. In Yellowstone. Yeah. In the middle of Montana. You got it. On the farm. Guns of fire. People are shooting each other. Oh, big time. I mean, you should see the way these people look after this. Overland? Overland. Mm-hmm. Anybody dead? Uh, I'm on call. Oh, heck yeah, man. I'm, we got I'm people dying left and right. For real? People getting sh- <laughs> Is any of them Kevin Costner? Not yet, but he's been close. I mean, of course he is. Can't kill off the main guy yet, okay? Ugh, okay. Okay. 
John oh Dutton to you, by the way. John Dutton? Yes. John Dutton. That's the character name? John <laughs> Dutton. <laughs> John. Oh, John Dutton's coming. Oh, no. Oh, John Dutton's coming. With, with a sawed-off shotgun, we better run. John Dutton. Hey, John Dutton? Is, that's not, John Dutton sounds like an automobile candidate, like, at, at, like a, at a second-rate well, repair shop. Who do you want to see? I want to see John Dutton. Ah, oh, John Dutton will give you a great deal. Now, he's not the best mechanic, but he gives you a great deal. Hey, what's up? I'm John Dutton. Kevin Costner, give me a break. Don't step foot on uh, his property. I got to tell you Oh, that. yeah. Land, I'm sure. Give, <laughs> you, give me a break. Okay, well, <laughs> well back way to, to sell it. Okay, back to Trevor. Uh, Trevor, I, I do say this about Trevor. and I, The third and 12 stuff. The, yes. the third and 13 stuff, the second and 15 stuff, he'll get him out of some of those spots mm -hmm. because of the arm. He did it a couple of times yesterday as well. What's really interesting to me is that I feel like they're struggling more on third and two, third and three, third and four, like the manageable stuff yeah. to keep the, the third down conversions going. I'm probably wrong on that, but it just feels that way. If you, if you broke down the numbers, my guess is they're failing more on third and seven, third and eight. That's just the way it goes. But I tell you, like, I... This is relative, and this is the problem we have around here a little bit, is it's relative to what we've seen. Third and 12, you might as well punt mm -hmm. here in Jacksonville the last 15 years. Yes. And I've seen it countless times already. I saw it twice yesterday. You got out of third and 12 or third and 11 or whatever it was. Uh, and there, were, there have been other times this year that it's not just like a one-off or two-off thing. I really just think it's third and two and third and three those that that they should be moving the chains keeping the clock going building the rhythm of the offense mm -hmm. and they're not doing it is that scheme is that him is that some of the drops i'm sure it's a little bit everything like kind of like the theme of what we've been saying today yeah you know when we talk about the third and shorts like the third and four third and five like that's 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 the money time Absolutely. that's that's when it's supposed to be easy on you um and i think it, it's i mean it's always gonna be a combination of things but at the same time, I think what we see right now with this offense is an offense that's too smart for their own good and trying to overthink it, yeah. right? Because we've seen that in the red zone as well. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's great to be dynamic, and it's great to use crazy motions and, and something we've never seen before. And, like, that's great. Every offense is going to do that. But you also have your bread and butters. You have your bread and butters for, for a third and five or, or shorter that should get you that first down. And it obviously starts with Trevor Lawrence. It starts with your quarterback, giving him the confidence, giving him the proper reads. But I also think that, you know, it's got to be Trevor Lawrence in terms of, well, what is this defense giving me? Do I see something I have to check out of? Do I, maybe do I go in a different direction? Do I audible out of something? Like, here's, I guess, the biggest question that I want to know right now is how much does Trevor Lawrence have reign over this offense? Mm. Like, once a play is called, is there an option to check out of that play? Are there two plays getting called and he goes to the best one? Because... What it seems like to me is that they call the play, and it's like, all right, you got to run this one. And I'm not sure how much rain Trevor Lawrence truly has. You know, I was watching the Patriots game a little bit. They're talking about how sometimes Mac Jones has two plays that he can call. This is a rookie quarterback. Now, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying put all this on your quarterback's plate, but also, what do I say all the time, Brent? Don't be a robot. Be an athlete. Right? So maybe Trevor's at to the point right now mentally where he can handle all that on his plate in terms of the workload. But I feel like he would be. Everybody's got to kill anyway, right? I mean, yeah. you've got to kill, be able yeah. to kill to a run play or, or whatever, one yeah. or the other, I would think. Uh, yeah. I mean, probably every play call has that. Yeah. But, yeah, the multiple plays. Like, I think, actually, we're on to something a little bit in that regard. Now, there's an adjustment period from coming to the college game. Some people have been critical of the Clemson offense and how it could equate to the, co to the pro level anyway. Uh, and that 
by the way, is for every college offense. I think overall we've, we've applauded outside of the Seattle game his ability to get them lined up and get them ready for the play and doesn't look confused. Yeah. So I don't think we see that. Like I don't think we see confusion. We've seen confusion on the defensive side of the ball. I don't think we see a lot of confusion on the offensive side from the quarterback's eyes. You know, mm-hmm. now we still see Miss Simons. We saw that, I think, with LaVisca a couple times yesterday and probably others. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I, it's a good call on what is he in control of? How much are they still giving him to be in control of? What is he seeing? And it goes back to what I was saying a little bit earlier where the veteran quarterbacks and maybe the good quarterbacks are able to, at the line of scrimmage, say, all right, I, I got four options here and two of them are gone. Yes. And, and my... He's probably a little early in the game for that. Maybe what you're saying, Mac, is the ability to do that better right now and has a better understanding of it. Uh, that could certainly be the case. I mean, uh, you know, he's more of a cerebral quarterback, I think Mac Jones is. If you ask from a running the offense standpoint coming out of college, who would you draft number one? I'm not sure Trevor Lawrence would be number one pick. Yeah, but did we think Trevor Lawrence is that far off, though, either no, in terms I, of football I also don't IQ? think he's that far off. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't think so either. We're, we're not. We're... we're we're trying to downplay Trevor's ability yeah. to to applaud Mac. I think what we might be able to do is Mac's very good at that part. Sure. Mac stud- that's why Mac excelled at Alabama. Like, he knew that playbook like the back of his hand. When I went and did stories on him, they talked about the folders and the offense and the studying of it, and that's part of his game yeah. because he makes up for it a little bit with some of the maybe the less physical attributes. I'm not asking for Trevor Lawrence to be Drew Brees right now and be like, all right, Drew Brees has 10 yeah. different calls he can do. And yeah, essentially yeah. Payne's just saying, let's go to, go to put on yeah, cruise yeah. control. Like, you do right? it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not asking for that. I'm just asking, you know, does he have any control of this offense whatsoever or is he just at the mercy of the play call? Because if he's at the mercy of the play call, you know, in terms of confidence, then that, that can maybe hurt you a little bit. So, I mean, I, I don't have the answer. You don't have the answer. We really don't know right now. But I'm just saying, like, when I watch Mac Jones and I watch him check out of something, I watch him audible something else, like, it's evident that, yeah, there is a play call or two play calls, but then he has the final say. And I think when you give the quarterback the keys like that a little bit, it does build confidence. Yeah, yeah. It does build trust. Where is that right now with Trevor Lawrence? I haven't seen it on TV, on the film. Maybe it is there. We just don't hear it. We don't hear the audibles. But I'm just saying, I, I don't see it like I see with Mac Jones. I think that's a good call right there. You said you said the word trust, too. We're talking about trust with receivers, trust with the yeah. offensive line, trust with, all right, is the accuracy going to always be there? But we might be saying, hey, trust. I don't. I think tr- Trevor trusts his coaches. I don't think I see uh, anything or heard anything uh, no, otherwise. Yeah, yeah. But you do wonder if Bevel trusts him with some of those assignments. Yeah. That's fair. We don't know that. We don't know yeah. what's being called and what he's actually um, because, running once he gets up there. Because in terms of leadership, too, like that's what you want to grow into. Yeah, yeah. You you want to grow into the guy that's going to call your offense out of a bad play because you see it, you know, happen before it even happens. You want to be that guy that calls him into the right play and sets your team up for success. Maybe he's not there yet. Maybe this is the Bevel show right now. Who knows? But I'm just saying eventually what I'd like to see is Trevor Lawrence have more influence on these play calls and check out his stuff if he doesn't like it. Yeah, and uh, that'll be a good question. That'll be good, good to see evolve. And I think the moral of the story today is, listen, it's okay to criticize Trevor Lawrence. He's not playing great football. He can do more. He can't fumble in that spot if you want to win a game. Like, those things are okay. Uh, I, I think you got to be really careful to, to nine games in, you know, finish the book. You know, the, the, there's a lot of upside still. And I think if you hear people talk about him and teammates and guys like uh, Dan Arnold, 
what he says. Like, you could say stuff and be like, yeah, the kid's going to be all right. We've heard plenty of that over the years. <laughs> uh, but then you can really say stuff like, this guy's going to be in the league for 15 years. going to be really good. Yeah. You know? Uh, maybe I'm just clinging to that, but I kind of like hearing those things about where the ceiling is uh, for Trevor Lawrence. You know, those plays that you have. You played when Gerard was here. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I feel like in 2010, maybe they did that with Gerard where they were like, hey, don't worry about everything else. Just yeah. call this play or this play. They yeah. really simplified it mm -hmm. just because they're like, it, it, it's clogging everything up. Sure. It's not to say David couldn't do it, but it just seemed like whether it was the other offensive players, whatever, it just kind of really simplified. I remember well, Jack Del Rio saying it was like an either or thing. Well, and definitely Blaine's first year and even I think Blake's first year, you, you never saw them really check out no. of anything. I mean, you're, you're at the mercy of the offensive coordinator. It's part of the maturation. Exactly. But Maybe they should look to the side. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> That's what they did with golf. Yeah. Didn't no, they kind of do no, that with golf? They did, yeah. It was a ch check with me. Yeah. Yeah. So worked well. He went to the Pro Bowl second year. I was going to say, maybe they should do that more. Yeah. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. What's up, Austin Lane? Check out Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 or ESPN690.com. Welcome back, everybody. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We have Action Sports Jacks overtime coming up with Casey Kurtz, Brian Middleton in just a few minutes. They'll bring in until 6.30. We have James Robinson on TV side at 7 o'clock on Fox 30. It's Jags Report Live. Come on out to Sneakers in Jacks Beach as uh, we asked James about the game and about what made him give it a go and uh, if he now can get in a rhythm, hopefully no setbacks uh, to James Robinson. And then coming up tonight, Monday Night Football Rams at 49ers, 7.30 on ESPN at 6.90. So uh, good lineup tonight, and it starts with Action Sports Jacks OT uh, coming up at 6 o'clock with Brian Middleton and Casey Kurtz. So make sure you tune in uh, for that. Uh, Rams, Niners today. Uh, the Niners, like, are they just no good? Yeah, they're struggling right no now. No good. That's good English. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, just what, no what way to end the show. Exhausting. No, um, they're, <laughs> yes. they, they are struggling, yes. <laughs> you know what I had? I'll tell you. Actually, i got to read this. i got to read this to you. Do you guys think Odo Beckham Jr. plays tonight? Yes. He's supposed to be returning punts. But I'm saying, like, does he play in the receiver capacity? Oh, yeah. He oh, right I got him on my fantasy okay. team, and I'm losing. Now they kind of have to. Week. I told Brent during the break, how about if you get Odo Beckham Jr. off waivers, and then you hold him hostage for the Rams and trade him for maybe a fourth-round pick? That would have been nice. Could that theoretically have happened? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, if they had to just get him for Trevor, watch and so he plays better. Yeah. It's all good, though. Um, no, we're good. We got a job. Okay, so I got this. <laughs> I love the emails. Okay. Why don't I do, like, an email a day? Hey, first of all, let's, let's get a case in that phone, I got to get it. New phone. Yeah, it's, that's, like, that's, that's phone, the fresh one, right? New phone, but they, yeah, and it came in let's earlier. Let's get a case on that bad It boy. came in earlier than I thought, so I haven't got the... Yet. I haven't had a chance. You, did my, you fly my, with my that anxiety phone like that? is yeah. through the roof. That is sketchy. My man. anxiety is through the roof. Don't, don't hold it up. Listen. You're gonna drop it. I mean, you drop it just riding a motorcycle to work. Yeah. So, but hey, I got a case on it. You Those know, airport floors are hard, dude. By the way, this is supposed to be like indestructible now. Haven't you seen the commercials oh, yeah? for the iPhone 13? Do you want to put that to the test? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, I don't want cat. to scratch up. Yeah, yeah. I like the new phone that's so far. Cat. You know what the worst part about getting the new phone? Is you got to now, everything everything you open, even though it transfers over, which, by the way, the technology is incredible. Huh? You just put your one phone next to the other one, yeah, yeah. and everything I transfers just, over. Yeah, Wait, I just did that. Is that a plus, you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I always I, had a plus. Yeah. You guys had a plus, guy? Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a lot of phone. And the good know. thing about the new phone, phone you, this time it? around is you don't need a new charger. Yeah. The same one works, thankfully, yeah. because that happens a lot. Yeah. But the bad part is when you go open all your apps, yeah. and you got to 
put your password in? I'm like, I have no idea what my passwords are. I've been losing Face ID for like two no, years. Oh, sure. Yeah, it spoils yeah, us. Yeah. <laughs> now hey. I got to go back and look them all up. Hey, seriously, let's go to get two hands on that phone because the plus is a little big for you. Listen. So with this one hand. Let's I'm fine. Phone, let's put two hands on that bad boy. It's fine. Let's put two hands. I'm just saying the plus, hands, is a, man. the plus is a little big for you. I'm just it's saying. Not, I've had it. You, you look like my son trying to drive my, in my station wagon. All right. You're a little too small right now for just Ryan. What's up? <laughs> so I get this email. Yeah. It says, Brent. I've noticed that your generation has a problem with pronouncing the second T in certain words. Okay. These words include Titans. Boobers. You guys pronounce it Titans. 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 Like he took the T out. I didn't even know how to pronounce it that way, so there's no way in hell I pronounce it that way. Yeah. Or important. Again, pronounced by you as important. 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 That's That's not the second T. That's the first T, by the way. Like, that's the first T. Okay. He said the second T, but he tells me this one is the first. Oh, he did say first T this time. Okay. <laughs> Crucifying him and didn't even read the email. Uh, yeah. How uh, old is this person? I noticed this with many television radio talkers, especially. Oh, you're, you're going to love me. Oh, and, and, me? And, he, and he lists three people, and I won't list the three people. One, because it, it, I don't want to. No. Me? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. They don't work here, I no, but There's two great parts to this email. Yeah, huh. they don't work here, and they're also a. First of all, they're all female, oh. and they're all, which, by the way, is fine. I Wait, don't know why that distinguishes from No, but you're included with the two females. Three females. Oh, wow, okay. And mm-hmm. they're probably 27. Okay. And so it's like, Brent, I've noticed that your generation has a yeah. problem. I'm, I'm just going to say. That's more like our generation. <laughs> yeah, Brent's a boomer. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm 44, dude. Boomer. Oh, yeah, you're boomer. <laughs> it's more or less boomer. a compliment. He thinks you're young. <laughs> I know. So it's a little bit of compliment here. Yeah. He doesn't even realize it, but he's giving me a compliment. Yeah. And then he's like, the second word, and, and I'm starting to think, I'm like, important, important. Now I'm, now I'm like playing this in my mind. Oh, Titans. don't see. Important. Rent free in your head. Dude, don't, don't do it. I at least I get my right, my name, the first T right on my name. Yeah. Brent. Who, who says Brent. Titans? No, no one's saying Titans. Nobody says Titans. 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 Yeah. Unbelievable. Give me another 2T word. Brent, be careful. Give me two hands on that cell phone, please, <laughs> man. Please. <laughs> to get a phone case on that. Anyway, I don't even know why I got onto the email thing, but oh, that's good. what happened. You're good. I mean, how do people take the time to write this stuff in? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, thanks, how do you thanks have for that listening, much time? though. We appreciate you. Oh, listening. I didn't even. Dude, so real quick at the at the land household. No way. This, this guy's never heard of ESPN 690. This was a TV. Feed. Oh yeah, because he would have loved me and my pronunciations. I'm all. I was place. just trying to give us some pump, but yeah, it's kind <laughs> of being honest with you. Nobody's yeah, listening to ESPN 690. He says. You, you might be the worst hype man of all time. I'm just Literally, you're you're, 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 you're you're like the, the anti Lil John. Like, no, uh, because like the, the okay, people uh, that get mad at us on radio okay. don't like, email uh, us. Yeah, man. But they can, send it on Twitter and say, "Brent, you're an idiot." I just wish sometimes you, you, you had passion for the show like you did for, you know, that segment. But it's cool, though. I'm <laughs> sure people are listening. My, my mom's listening. I was here tr- at 8.30 this morning trying to get you an endorsement. Hey, too, Casey. hey, hey, all, all right. Okay, so, don't tell me about passion for the show. Don't tell me about passion and endorsements. No, you were on the, your other the, job at that at his time. max capacity. <laughs> Cheetah's maxed out. I'm not. Cheetah I'm can't not handle any more. The Cheetah can't handle any more spots. I, I didn't even say hi to you. I walked. I saw Good. you. I was like, how are you going to say? Good. Hi. Don't say hi to me, man. I got moves to make on the other side. I'm sure. I think Megan saw. She, was, is, she probably was like, who the heck's that? Probably. Was like, this is, does she ever listen to this? Let's show? Like it twisted. That's my job. This is a passion project. All right. This is a passion project over That's here. So I'm trying to tell the salespeople too. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Hey, we're eating into Casey and Brian's time. Yeah, Action sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. sorry, guys. Coming up, I'll see you on Jags. Report live tonight on Fox 30. Trevor's the best. We love you, Trevor.
tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.